the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bet, sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bet's app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off the first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX to get twenty dollars off your first purchase. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me! That is impossible. Back with the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice of the guys. Me, really real, villain real, Terrell Farmer Jr. here at your service. Oh, wait. I don't have it. It's not ready. There it is. We're ready. <laughs> Another day here at the afternoon, evening games preview. Shout out to my guy, Scott Studio, right? Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Yeah, doing pretty well. Looking forward to the afternoon game slate. I know both of us crushed the Thursday night games because we had the first touchdown score. We had the Panthers defense and special teams at 30 to 1, which yep. was nice. That got there. Uh, my props went 2 and 1. Ended up winning with Bryce Young rushing yards. Had Pinheiro over one and a half field goals at plus 125. That got there. Santos didn't work out, and the touchdown score didn't work out with Thielen. But overall, anytime you hit a 30 to one shot in the show, and we team rided it, it worked out. So it worked out, and it was a pretty ugly game. I didn't watch any of it, full disclosure. I also had the under, which we both locked up. So good show there. Afternoon slate, though, pretty interesting. There were a couple of games that might be interesting. And a couple of games that look really bad. So we're going to see what happens, but looking forward to breaking down the slate. Let's go ahead and talk about it now because we have the Arizona Cardinals welcoming the Atlanta Falcons at home. And Kyler Murray's debut back in the NFL after tearing his ACL, I believe it was. Nicole minus Brady's one and a half. Yep, minus one and a half for the Atlanta Falcons. 43, is that what the total is here? That's what I have. Yep, yeah. yep. 43 is total here. All lines courteous of bet three six five here uh i mean that's really the big the super big injury news and make sure i i grab the rest of the injury report just to here. be clear by the way to the people listening i pulled up these lines literally right before we went live so these lines are exactly what's available at bet three six five yes at the time of recording it is yep. definitely what's available so here we go. We have for the Atlanta Falcons it looks like Oh, well, can I – can everything load? That would be great. And then we can tell you what the injury report looks here for the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Looks – wow. Okay, nobody wants to – my gosh. Now every everybody's site wants to act up when we have to do the core. All right, here we go. Injury report for this game, we have – uh, Clayus Campbell, who was a did not participate in practice on Wednesday, he is now participating in practice. 
We have two did not participate for Matt Collins. We have a full practice for Drake London. Expect to see him playing the game this weekend. Looks like that's about the big things. D. Alford limited in practice. DeMarco Hillams is limited in practice. You can expect to see those guys in the secondary. For the Cardinals, you know, I told you the big news led with it. Kyler Murray expected to play in this game. He's not listed on injury report. Demon Cardo, the running back, did not practice all week. Not expecting to see him play. It doesn't look like uh, Will Hernandez, the former Giant guard, did not participate in practice. You have DJ Humphreys. I think he's also a former Giant guard. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, tackle. He did not participate in practice as well. You have Michael Wilson, wide receiver. He's limited. James Conner, limited in practice this week. That's a big one. Marco Wilson, corners, full participant. Zeke Turner did not participate, the linebacker. All right. Rather consistently long injury report there for both teams. <sighs> Do you think Kyler's going to actually win a home game? I think so. I mean, if James Conner's back in this lineup, the same is like – potentially significantly better than the Falcons. And it's just because of the fact that Arthur Smith doesn't want to use his best weapons. Mm. No offense to Dobbs, but in that spot, it's embarrassing to lose that game. Guys going through the actual snap counts right before game time and you lost to him. That's embarrassing for the Falcons. At home. At home. Yeah. Not good. I understand why Atlanta's favored because there's a lot of uncertainty about Kyler. Russ is going to play a factor. He's off a knee surgery. Is he going to be as quick as he used to be? There's a lot of questions to be had with this team. Not to mention Arizona's decision to totally implode in every second half they're in, which might be calculated. Maybe. We'll see. But I think I'm going to lean to Atlanta. I don't feel great about it at all. This is a game I'm staying away from for the side. But I need to see Kyler actually play. He hasn't played in a year. I'm not going to suddenly back him at home. It might be close, but Atlanta has been an okay team. I think Smith's an idiot as a as a head coach, but the team's been okay. I'll lean to Atlanta, but I don't feel great about it. And Arizona, yeah. you know, loses all their home games all the time, so home field doesn't really mean much to me. Yeah, even without seeing Kyler play, I think he's better than Road Desmond Ritter. So I'm just going to take Cardinals. Even the Cardinals plus one and a half. You mean Heineke? No, is Ritter not playing in this one? Thought Rivers no, back out of the concussion protocol. Huh? Did not? I thought I thought Ritter was out of concussion protocol. I know. I thought that Heineke was still going to be the quarterback. Oh, is he? I don't know. Either way, I think both I'll of them. Check. Are, I think both. Uh, of them he's refusing to talk about it. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I mean, I think it's going to be Ritter. But I, I like Kyler over both of them. So yeah, that's fair. All right, forty-three. Uh, a second. A couple days ago, Arthur Smith announces Heineke will remain starting quarterback in Week Ten. Okay, all right. I mean, I guess it's Heineke. It doesn't. Yeah, no. I still think Ky- I think it's, Kyler. It's kind. It's similar to Ritter. I think he's a little bit better, but it's not much. And I mean, I guess maybe. I guess that. I guess that gives me better pause for the over. So I'll go over forty three in this one. I think if Kyler comes out and he looks really good and we and I've seen Kyler look good in the beginning of the season before. So I think there is a possibility that he doesn't have much rust to him and he actually can make plays and they have weapons. Like they have weapons for him to get the ball to, especially if James Conner plays in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the over too. And over the over. This feels like a sneaky, 
Millie Maker game. This feels like a sneaky Millie Maker game. I can see Whether, this getting into the high seven, high forties uh, in the spot. Yeah, yeah. All right, next game on the slate. Well, before we do that, gotta talk to you guys about Bet Three Six Five because all the lines we use are courteous of Bet Three Six Five, a world's favorite sports book with over eighty eight million users. Make sure you tap into the Bet365 app where you can do player props. You can do parlays, sides, totals, same game parlays, all of that. Plus, they have two great offers for you. You can get you can either bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets, or you can make a bet up to $1,000 and get it back in bonus bets. If it misses, make sure you scan that QR code or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. And we will make sure that you can get one of those bonuses for new customers. Lock in, tap into Bet365, sportsgamblingpodcast.com with Bet365. Also brought to you by PrizePix. Make sure that you, PrizePix is the only, only people that are giving you this insurance, this injury insurance for if your player misses. We call it the reboot policy. If your player plays in the first half, gets injured, and does not return for the second half, that player's picks, that player's, uh, selection their stat will be rebuted rebooted and prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform that is giving you injury insurance like that like come on this is what the people have been asking for prize picks is doing it for you make sure you tap in with prize picks their community plays you can tap in with me you can tap in with meek mill if you want to do that you can do anything with prize picks make sure you lock in with them and if you use that promo code SGPN prize picks will give you a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use code SGPN for that first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. Let's see here, Scott. We have next game on the slate Detroit Lions open up minus two and a half. They are now laying three on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. 48 and a half is total here. Let's go and try to pull up an injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Detroit Lions. Excuse me. All right. Well, no, a lot. Yeah, for the Lions, we have David Montgomery. That's going to be the big one that everybody wants to know as the Jameer Gibbs owners are trying to figure out. Is David Montgomery going to be the bane of their existence again? He is a full participant in practice this week. Expect him to play. Jonah Jackson, the guard, full participant in practice. Khalil Dorsey, the corner, full participant in practice. Limited for Donovan Peoples-Jones, who just came over at the trade deadline. We have Frank Ragno, the center. He's full participant in practice. For the Chargers, where are they at? Yeah, here we go. Two names. Justin Herbert, left finger, full participant, expected to go, not expecting him to miss anything. And Joey Bosa did not participate in practice on Thursday with an illness. Scott, that's concerning. Well, well not really because he hasn't been doing too much, but it's concerning in the fact of you want Joey Bosa out there in the game. Well, the, he was good on Monday night, but <laughs> we might have been able to get a sack against the Jets on Monday night. So I don't know if that means much, but... Yeah, I think I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going with this. I'm assuming we're in lockstep here. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to back the public with Detroit, but I'm not taking the Chargers team. I got to take Detroit. It's a great scheduling spot. You have a team off a bye against a team that played on Monday Night Football, and I think the Chargers have gone from being an average to below average team to being viewed by the public as good. 
because they beat Badgent and Zach Wilson in back-to-back weeks on primetime. Well, public unfortunately doesn't think they're good because they're all over Detroit in this one. That would that would just make me feel so much better if the public was all over the Clippers. But no, it's some 82%, 95% of money on Detroit in this game. I, I think the way that I look at it, once again, the Chargers were gifted two of the worst quarterbacks in the league back-to-back weeks. So now people suddenly think their defense is good. It's not. Their defense is not good. So I do feel like there's a little bit of a misleading recency bias with this team. We know Staley's an idiot. We even saw that on Monday Night Football. The Jets could not score a touchdown and Staley's throwing the ball in the second half when the Jets can't score. Just run the clock and get out of there. But I do think that Herbert was not very good on something on Monday Night Football. Jets defense is solid, but they gave up a lot of sacks, and Herbert's stats were not good either. I think the Lions can get after him, and I do think that the Lions should be able to look sharper offensively with the bye week and potentially being fully healthy. We also know nobody ever shows up to home games for Charger fans, except for the fans of other teams. Detroit's good for the first time in years. That fan base will actually travel well for this game. I'm expecting mostly Lions fans in the building. Give me the Lions minus three. <sighs> uh, I'm afraid of a Detroit, just a charting spot, but really, there's really, like, Staley's going to blow a game, man. He's not a good coach. He's going to blow a game. Once he again, he, he didn't blow the Jets defensive. game last week, but he wasn't helping his team win. Zach Wilson's just incompetent behind that offensive line. Yeah. It's so easy. Detroit minus three. 48 the total. Uh, I, the I, I don't know. I, I think I'll probably go over. If Staley just going to continue to throw the ball all game, like they're going to, they're going to hit eventually. It's really the Herbert finger though. That's giving me the, the hard time with this because he really was not good against the jets. And I know the jets defense is great and it's better than the Lions defense. He's had a finger issue for like a month or so. He's had some mm. good games, some bad games in there, but Keenan Allen, we know is great. Besides Keenan, do they really have any other receivers you actually like? Johnson hasn't done much. Palmer's still injured. I mean, Eckler's a weapon, but he's more in the ground game and some screen pass stuff. But I don't really like their weapons besides, like, one or two guys. I I think their supporting cast weapons aren't the greatest. That's kind of my problem. Yeah, I just think it seems overrated. I'll lean under. Chargers team total under will compromise. Yeah, I can buy that. Okay. We could probably get through this game really quickly as well. New York Giants traveling on the road, play the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are laying 17. 39 is the total here. Wow. Oh, wow. 17 point, laying 17 points with 39 total injury report. And it's extensive for the New York Giants. We have Dexter Lawrence, who was a full participant in practice. He looks like he's probably going to be the only person that can play this week. Whereas you have... Adoree Jackson, who is who did not participate, concussion. Deion Jackson, who just joined the team, concussion. You have Aziz Ujoare, which is his whole bunch of injuries, limited, probably going to play. Andrew Thomas, hamstring, limited, probably going to play. Dane Belton, he's probably going to play. Justin Pugh's probably going to play. Mark Glinski did not participate. That's addition by subtraction. Paris Campbell, limited, he's probably going to play. Evan Neal, tackle did not participate, more than likely not going to play. For the Cowboys, Marquise Bell, shout out to FAMU. He is limited, probably going to play. And Tyron Smith did not participate. I don't ever expect him to play. Kayvon Turpin, shoulder, did not participate, not expecting him to play either. And Jaron Curse, the safety, is expected to play as well. 
We have a close your eyes special, people. Giants did not did underperform spread by 21 or more points last week, catching points this week. They're catching 17. I mean, out of respect for the close your eyes special, we're going to play the Giants, but I have no hope. It's pretty much it for me. I don't really have anything else. The Giants team is bad. They're probably going to lose every game for the rest of the year and maybe be in it for the first pick, possibly second or third pick. They should go but, for it, to be honest, at this point. You've shot a Caleb. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think I think they really should, but, I mean, we'll see. Uh, they, they can't tank, right? So, I mean, I'm, I don't have good expectations. Haven't had the first overall pick since Eli, but we've had a bunch of bad seasons. So, uh I mean, it's when really just say, more when of. You say Eli. You didn't. Did you have the first pick for that? Or the no, they, I mean it was a trade. It was a trade. I'm trying to remember though. Did you have the first pick or the fourth? Pick? No, it was the it was the it was the Chargers, and then the Giants had the. I think it was actually the third pick. It might have been. Either the way, the point is you didn't have the worst record in the league. That's, that's no, they point. didn't. So okay. yeah, so they didn't even do that right. But here we are. Yeah, it's so sim. I'm 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 going. I'm going Giants, and it's just because it's the close your eye special. You can't bad juju to close your eye special by picking and choosing when to take it because then that's when you start messing it up. Yeah, I preferred the Cowboys at like 15 and a half, like it was a day or two ago. 17 is a key number. I'm hoping I can still get a 16 and a half somewhere. I'm going to take Dallas. Uh, I think DeVito is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen, and I faded him at Syracuse. I faded him wherever he went in college, even at Illinois. He's not very good at all. In fact, he has a hard time completing a forward pass. So I'm not going to pick him to somehow find a way to keep this competitive. The only way they keep it competitive is if Dak and company are just awful with turnovers and the Giants win the turnover battle pretty heavily. The problem is I think DeVito's turning the ball over at least twice, and I think it's going to be a problem. The Cowboys defense we know is also capable of scoring. A pick six wouldn't shock me in this game. I'm going to be on Dallas. I tweeted it out, but I'll say it again on here. I would have easily taken the Giants if the Cowboys beat the Eagles. If they beat the Eagles, they would have no-showed this game so hard. But they lost in the most Cowboys way imaginable, where they had a shot to win it, first and goal at the six. You have a shot to beat one of your arch rivals on the road, and you choked it. And now they're pissed off back at home against the bottom feeder, I think Dallas curb stomps this team. I think they win this game by 30. I think it's over at halftime. And I think the Giants probably lose this game 35-7. to 7. I think it's going to be a murder. So I'm going to go with Dallas in this spot. I think it's a good spot for them to get back to kind of take some anger out on this team. And the Giants are also atrocious. I know it was a new coach get-up spot. <laughs> they got buried by the Raiders. Like, the Cowboys should really win this game by 20-plus points. Maybe you could argue that's why they don't. Because they play down the competition. I mean, that's the preference but, of the closure eye special. The closure yeah. eye special is predicated on you just got killed your first game, and everybody thinks it's no, you have no chance this next game, and you can only play better. Like you can only play better than what you did at the Raiders against the Raiders. So, I mean, it's 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 so nasty, but the nasty closure eye specials are the one that hit. So it's like so easy for me. All right. How many points do you think Daniel Jones is worth over Devito? I know Jones has been bad too this year, but a genuine question. I think DeVito might be like the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah, I'm, I'm but I also, my handicap doesn't like include DeVito at all. I actually think that DeVito probably doesn't make it out of the first half. Whether he gets injured, as we've Most seen with half. a lot of these backup, huh? 
Who else did they have? Who's who's the fourth string? Oh, guy? it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley's gonna come in there. And oh, okay. Competent. I didn't know you had Barkley. Okay. Yeah, and Matt Barkley's gonna come in there, and look competent as a former, you know, Dable backup guy, veteran guy. Like I don't even know why Devito's starting in this game. They should just roll with Barkley. We see clearly you don't trust Devito to throw the ball forward, so you might as well roll with Barkley. So I, I just there. want to read off quickly the uh, point differentials here for the Cowboys' home games against bad teams. So the Giants were four nothing. That was on the road. Played the Jets one by twenty. Played the Patriots one by thirty-five. Played the Rams one by twenty-three. Those are the home games that they've had. Mm-hmm. So at home against another bottom feeder, I see a similar story. Give me the Cowboys by twenty something plus. Twenty-four ten, Cowboys win convincingly. Giants get the cover. Okay. Next game on the docket. Well, before we do that, gotta talk to you about game time, cause. If you're considering buying tickets to this awful, awful game, then you can do so on the Game Time app. And I promise you there's going to be some open because the Giants suck. Make sure you tap into that Game Time app where, look, if you find a ticket on the same row, same section for less, Game Time is going to credit you 110% the difference. You're making money by going to the game. Make sure you do that. Promo code CFBX, and you can get $20 off your first purchase. Best place for last-minute ticket deals. Again, I've bought tickets right outside the stadium before, gone in, had a great time. So, Promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Game time, lowest uh, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting analytics platform for party parts, parlays, and game lines. Research everything from the NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, and you have all this great data. You got the revolutionary parlay optimizer tool that can break down your parlay by leg, give you expected probability. All of this stuff you get over at Hall of Fame Bets. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or or visit. HOFBets.com, use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, and next game on the slate, we have the Washington Commanders on the road going to play the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are laying six and a half. 44 and a half is total here. I might have an injury report here. There we go. All right, looky here. DK Metcalf added to the injury report with a hip injury on Thursday. He did not practice. That is going to be considerable, a considerable loss for them. Looks like Tyler Lockett also on the injury report. Let me click here and let you know who's been practicing. So DK did miss practice on Thursday with that hip injury. Tyler Lockett was a... Full participant in practice with his hamstring injury. Same thing for Jackson Smith and Jingma with his hip injury. We have Demario Edwards still missing practice. Anthony Bradford, the guard, linebacker Jordan Brooks, limited. DJ Dallas, Cody, Kobe Parkinson, the tight end, Charles Cross, the tackle, and full participant for Kenneth Walker, Jaron Reed, Jamal Adams. All of that looks good. Noah Fant, Trey Brown. For the commanders, Curtis Samuel was limited. Emmanuel Fools. Forbes is a full participant and a full go there. So pretty clean injury report for the commanders. Here we go. Gino, he tries to write back every week. Sometimes he does. Other times he doesn't. But Lord knows every week he tries to write back. He at least gets his pencil out at the very much. At the very least, he gets his pencil out. Laying six and a half here at home. They got embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> while looking at the games, they got embarrassed by Baltimore. It's a prime get right spot unless you think Seattle's not that good. That's kind of how you look at it, because the Commanders aren't a great team, but they can sneak up on you. We've seen it against yep. the Eagles. We've seen it with Howell. They can they can put up some points on occasion. What are your thoughts on this? Because Seattle has a perfect get-right spot, 
but I don't think Seattle's that good. I'm taking the commanders. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page as you. Six and a half is a lot. This seems like the spot that everybody says Seattle bounce back, get destroys the commanders at home, and they're not remembering the fact that if I have this right, and I believe I do, commanders with Sam Howell are four one and one, something like that, or four and one. I think it might be four and one on the road. Very, very scrappy on the road. They got a win. I mean, I guess the Denver win doesn't look as good as it did. The exception uh, is the Buffalo the game. The Buffalo game was at home. That was at home. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at their road games and they went on the road to Denver. The Bears the game. They played the Bears on Thursday night. They got buried. That was at home. <laughs> it was at home. You're right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you have on the road, uh, the going Giants to Denver, get the, the win. And yeah, the Giants game on the road was the one that they did not cover. And they were a favorite in that one. So, I mean, just fade them as a favorite, back them as a dog on the road against Washington. That was a close drive special. They got it done there on the road against Philly. That was a close drive special as well. They got it done there. I mean, this team is competitive on the road. They get the win outright last week against the New England Patriots 2017. The same plays well on the road and back-to-back road spot and probably was a better spot for them and a Seattle team that possibly could be slightly overlooking this team. And who does Seattle have on deck next week? Uh, They have the Rams on the road. Yeah, it's a division game, but the Rams suck. So I don't know if that counts. But it's still, I don't know. Division, you still look ahead to your division. They got they it's a pretty rough stretch. Game, so it's a pretty rough stretch that you're looking ahead to here. You have the division oh, it's, against it's the Rams, bad. then you get the 49ers, then you get Dallas to end your month. Yeah, this is pretty easy for me. Oh, you didn't finish reading that off. It's 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles. Oh, I didn't even go into December. It's a disaster. So, yeah, they fold here. They fold here. Give me plus six and a half with the commanders. I think this is a good Sam Howell spot. And where Sam Howell limits the turnovers, pushes the ball downfield, they have a pretty solid game. It's not Mike Tomlin level, but I'd rather get Carroll as a dog by a decent amount. I do not trust him as a favorite, especially by more than six points. We have to have a conversation, not now, but in general, just as a public, about Geno Smith. I know that there's a lot of bad quarterbacks out there because the quarterback play has been atrocious throughout the most of the league. You're just looking at all the injuries, and it's been a bad quarterback year. Geno's not very good, and he's holding this team back. And I know that he did a great job last year reviving his career, and the fan base likes him because he was everything they wanted from last year. He's been awful, and I feel like not enough people have fully acknowledged it or have chosen not to acknowledge it. He's been really, really bad. And I'm concerned about him laying six and a half because he throws an interception every week. And I think that turnovers are going to be an issue for this team. Gino has nine touchdowns, seven picks. His QBR is middle of the road, 16th. He's had at least one interception in four straight. It's been rough. I'll these put it these that are way. 500 ball teams. Like these are 500 club teams. They're both that, should be 500. Yeah. And a win by the up. commanders, a win by the commanders puts them both closer to 500. Seattle would be five and four. Commanders would be five and five. It just feels like this is this is just a spot where the Commanders go out there and get a win. And they've wanted, excuse me, they've wanted Seattle before. And so this will be like a three or four or four, or four point game with a minute to go. And yeah. I do think getting the dog is worth it here. But I can't lay six and a half with Geno. Once again, there are worse quarterbacks out there. But Geno's not very good. He had a good year last year. He was a lot better than we thought he was going to be with the Jets and even the brief stint with the Giants. 
but he is really not a great starting quarterback. I just want to throw that out there. Yep. Give me commanders plus six and a half commanders on the money line. I think they can get it done today. All right. 44 is total. 44 and a half. I'm sorry. I think the commanders can move the ball on this team, but the Seahawks have been a big under team because once again, Gino can't score. Yeah. This I is mean, a- to read off the numbers here for their games last week at 40, they scored three points. Uh, Cleveland 44, Arizona 30, Bengals 20, uh, Bengals 30, Giants 27. So each of the last five games have had less than 45 points. I think I'm going to lean to the under. And the weather's not great. According to yeah. the weather report, should be some rain. I'm going to lean under. Yeah, this is... I see 23-20. Hey, that's what I was going to say. We're going to – wow, I was going to say 23-20. Yes, 100%. We're all the way here. But I think Commanders win 23-20. All right. Next game on the slate. Last game on the slate. Sunday night football. New York Jets traveling to Las Vegas to try to avenge the New York loss in Las Vegas last week. They're laying a half. It opened up at minus one half. They're now laying a half. 37 is total. Uh, I actually don't have an injury report for the Jets here. The offensive line still sucks. Yeah, pretty much. That's basically- All right, here we go. So, Billy Turner, O-Tackle, did not participate in practice. You have Mekhi Beckton, full participant in practice. You have Quincy Williams, linebacker, limited participant in practice. He's expected to go. Dwayne Brown, offensive tackle, full participant in practice. Al Lazard, limited participant in practice. For the Raiders, big news. Max Crosby, he's limited but expected to play. Nate Hobbs, corner, he's limited, expected to play. Austin Hooper, limited. We have Jacoby Johnson, did not participate in practice. Marcus Peters, limited in practice. Uh, I guess Brian Hoyer, limited in practice. I don't know what that means for anybody. But, yeah, that's about it that I care for mentioning in this one. Ultimate, I mean, I guess it's not a toilet bowl game because both these teams have four wins, but I would – very much like to play the toilet bowl drop for this one. This is going to be an ugly, terrible, you can do it for the scoring game. Yeah, quarterbacks are terrible. Nonetheless, the Jets are going to find a way to win this game, right? I'm picking the Raiders. Really? I'm taking the Jets. I am. I think it's a good spot for the Raiders. Now, I'm not saying this Raiders team is good, but at least there's some energy in the building. Pierce is exactly what they needed because he's the opposite of Josh McDaniels. They not only fired McDaniels, but they replaced him with his polar opposite, and it's worked out. Smoking cigars after beating DeVito is wild, but that also tells me that the team could not stand McDaniels so much that they're just happy that the vibes have changed in the locker room. I think that the Raiders are a buy-on team against a bad quarterback, and I think the Raiders have a ceiling of like eight wins with a coach that actually seems to have the approval of the players. But the Jets, I think Salah's fine. He's been the coach for three years. I don't know if he's any good. I still don't know if he's any good as a coach. But I can't trust Zach Wilson. I just can't do it. And you're looking at them on a short week after playing Monday Night Football. Raiders are at home. You might actually have a decent home field advantage because people might actually want to see the Raiders now with Pierce as the coach. I think the Jets, maybe. Compared to McDaniels, they might be watchable. There's some buzz. There's some buzz that hasn't been there for a couple years with this team. It's going to be short to live. They're not going to make the playoffs. But for now, it's a decent, you know, spark spot for the Raiders. They're at home, though. Wilson sucks. As long as O'Connell doesn't turn the ball over and Crosby can get loose 
and potentially get after what? As well, long as he doesn't turn the ball over, he's playing the Jets defense. He's going to turn the ball over. Well, my point is Wilson's going to turn the ball over and take about six sacks. So as long as you're not as bad as Wilson, you should have a shot to win this game. I think Zach Wilson is that bad. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think they got the coach they needed. I think they got a spark. But the Jets, I don't know how many times the defense can play the best game imaginable and just get it wasted because their quarterback is just awful. At some point, it's got to wear on you. I think it's a close game. I like the under in this game, obviously. But give me the Raiders. I see a really ugly Raiders-Packers Monday Night Football type game. Give me a 16-13 final. Yeah. 16-13 Jets. Because this Jets defense is live. I think that Zach Wilson, while, yes, he's struggling behind that offensive line. It isn't I'll take Zach Wilson over Aiden O'Connell. I, I, I've seen Aiden O'Connell play. and I've seen I don't think O'Connell's good either, but yeah. he can be but a game manager. We'll see. If, if I think that both offenses are horrible, I'm going to take the better defense, and the Jets by far have the better defense in this one. I think they can get to the quarterback. I think that the secondary is live. They're going to throw a bunch of different looks. This is solid. This is a matchup for Salah where he can just go in there and play a really good defensive game and go win the game and doesn't have to worry about the offensive side of the ball because you're probably not going to give up too many points here on Sunday Night Football. So I'm rolling with the Jets here. I think the Jets get it done. They just got destroyed in primetime last week. I think that this week is their bounce back. So I'm on the Jets. They will get it done. Fading looks like Las Vegas is a public team, too. That's weird, but okay. All right. It's because of what happened the last week. Vegas got a new coach. They won comfortably. The Jets lost in primetime. Which means it's a very good back-to-Jets spot. All right. Under 37. Don't have to question that. Sunday Night Football. Let's lock dog for my lock. I'm locking up this Jets team. I think they're. I really think they're about to come in there, and that defense is going to expose this Raiders team. This is this is just the second game of a new head coach. Jets getting embarrassed on primetime. Every I didn't know the public was on the Raiders. That's why it just kind of no offense to your team, lot. but the, they played a basically a fake team in Week One with the new coach. Yeah, so that goes even more from our. No, argument. I'm saying um, to, to back to back what you're oh, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like that was that's not a good win. Like that's not a good no. win. You should, probably should have did. You were that. handed a free win on the on the calendar. That's how. Yeah, it was. so I I don't think that this Jets team is a free win. I think they're scrappier, and I think that this defense is going to be able to carry them and potentially put some points on the board. And Wilson, I've seen Wilson look competent. As much as you say he looked bad, I've seen him look competent this season. I. Don't really. Aiden O'Connell is just too early for me. I think Wilson's better. Going with the Jets on the money line. I will take that. And for my dog, it's easy. I'm going with Commanders because Geno's been trying to write back for a while now. And his, I think the pen runs out of ink this time. I think the, well, no, he's going to have all the ink in the pen this time because he's going to write back. That's a complete 180. Is there ink or is there no ink? I don't know. I'm trying to remember how how the saying should go. Either way. Geno sucks, and this commander's team is Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Oh, so you're fully on board with the Geno sucks bandwagon. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Geno sucks. It's just bad. Like It's just really bad, and there's no reason he should be laying this big of a number. So I'm going to take money line. Give me a commander's plus 220. All right. Uh, for my lock, I am going to go to the same game with the Jets and Raiders, but I am going to go with the under at 37. I want that 37, though, because it is kind of a key number. I can see a 2017-type game. The Raiders offensively were great early against the Giants, but the Giants' defense has fallen apart because of injuries. Then they coasted because they were against the fake quarterback. 
Zach Wilson isn't a good quarterback, but I can definitely see both defenses having moments in this game. I think that both offenses might even be willing to punt on fourth and short because they know the other team's quarterback sucks and they're going to play field position. I think that could be a thing in this game. So I'm going to go with the under 37. We saw it on Thursday night again. Primetime unders are so damn good. Like, I have to go with the under with these quarterbacks. So give me under 37 as my lock. For my dog, I think for this one, I'm going to alt-spread something. I'm going to alt-spread the Lions. I think the Lions bury this team. I don't think the Chargers are that good. I think besides Keenan and Eckler, Eckler running the ball really didn't do much against the Jets. He just had a couple touchdowns. But the Lions are off a bye. The Chargers are off a Monday Night Football game. They're overvalued because they beat up on Badgent and Zach Wilson. Good luck with that one. I think the Lions win this game comfortably, and I think that they're going to have basically a home game because nobody shows up uh, to Charger games that are Charger fans besides fake fans planted. So we'll see if she's going to be in attendance. You know what I'm talking about. But I think for this one, I'm going to go Lions minus 6.5. Just pulling up the line right now, 6.5. For the Lions is available at uh, plus one fifty eight. I'll take that. All right. Anything else for people before we get up out of here? Uh, yes, we have to do a Prize Picks lineup. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What are we throwing in Prize Picks today? You want O'Connell interception? Uh, if they if have, have it. it, I'm not sure what they have. So. Okay, here we go. Let's see. O'Connell. Whoa, it don't look like it. Okay. Oh, well, hold on. Let's see here. Aiden O'Connell. What do we have here to bet on? Nope, 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 nope. All right. So since Let's they don't see. have that, I, I got to see what four o'clock games they have. <laughs> Gino Let's interception see. or no? Uh, I mean, he has had one and four straight. I know Washington's defense isn't great, but they're also kind of a pass funnel defense. We do. Yes, we do have Gino for higher or more than half an interception there. We can throw that in the lineup. I like that. I will also say we throw in. Uh, let's see here. How do these. Let's just go. Jake Ferguson's been hot, man. For the, no, I don't want to bet on a cowboy. I'm good, actually. Well, you said you want a Dak interception, which I don't know if I agree with, but I'll let you have it if you want it. It's not up. I like there, Aubrey field goals in that game. Let's go with Brees Hall over 63 and a half. Okay. Las hey, Vegas still. One and a half field goals in there. Uh, you know, that's my Aubrey. guy. Still has no picture, but that's my guy. I, I like it because I think the closer eye special, he does not have a picture. And way. McCarthy's red zone play calling might keep the Giants in the game. Yep. All right. Those are three that I think we're, we can be very good with. Brees Hall, more than 63 and a half rushing yards. Raiders' rush defense still sucks. And Saquon got off for 90 last week. And with that behind that offensive line, I think Brees can do the same. And you definitely don't want uh, Zach Wilson throwing the ball. So let's back Brees. Let's back Geno, more than half interception. Geno writes back. And Brandon Aubrey, more than one and a half field goals made because Scott has a hard off for Brandon Aubrey. It's been working, man. It's been working. All right. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. Make sure you follow us at SGPN 
NFL or on Twitter or on YouTube, all this other stuff. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all that. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast is just going to end it like this. We are out of here.